0: Haley, Catherine, do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. Yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor.
1: Wow, they're more dependable than
0: anyone in my life so i mean (laughs) you said it (laughs) um so if you guys are interested in starting a podcast download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started that's a-n-c-h-o-r.fm to get started thanks
1: find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network memento mori an object serving as a warning or reminder of death. Death is inevitable, but how it happens can be tragically unfair. It can be dark, cruel, hateful, or just plain bizarre. I'm Megan, and I'll be your guide through these stories of chaos and devastation. Come listen as we dive into all types of true crime cases and learn about the evil that lurks among us as well as the victims that deserved none of it. You can go to MementoMoriPod.com For more information, monsters are real, and they look like people. Hey, what's up, you guys? we're getting better at this every <laughs> week it only took us 50 episodes Woo! <laughs> only took us a year Yeah. my name is Catherine and I am Haley and we are Saturdays for the Ghouls a Podmouth podcast, a PodMoth podcast.
0: Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: how are you Catherine for
0: that <laughs> I'm fine I'm just getting my voice back
1: from Emo, emo Night, night yes uh me and Catherine. um if you can't guess by the topics i really talk about we used to be emo kids we still are emo kids what am i talking about um i feel like i'm more of a poser than well she's an okay she would qualify as an elder emo i guess because i don't know a lot of the like older stuff i guess even though it came out like
0: In my time too, so. But you were still like, I feel like if anything came out between the years 1 to 10, it doesn't count. Fine. Like, I mean, you weren't choosing what you were watching most of that time or listening to. From 1 years old to 10, a lot of those years you probably weren't choosing your music choices. You are correct. I'm just saying. (laughs) Because by the time 2000s came around, I was already... 10 Almost a preteen. I mean, True. like, my first album was Avril Lavigne and Simple Plan. Like, those were my first two albums I bought mm. with my own money. <laughs> that. Anywho, I lost my voice at Emma Night, so I sound like an old man. Anyway, so Spooky Week this week, we talked about this during our last episode, but we're going to be doing Haunted dolls Ooh. Ooh, so kind of like the urban legends where we all bring a few up a, a few topics and tell you guys a little bit about them
1: so me and Catherine, i did international dolls and she did um america dolls um just so that we wouldn't cross paths that was the I only, did only way
0: american girl dolls no i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's funny
0: i had a lot of porcelain dolls when i was small I, okay, I never had,
1: like, those American dolls or anything. I didn't have American girls, no. My, like, I, okay, I had, like, Barbies and Bratz, but, like, mm-hmm. nothing like porcelain or, like, those life-size ones. Like, the American girl ones where you can make them look like you. Like, they actually creeped me out. Like, I hated those things. My cousin, who, um, she, she had all of them she and she had her own little doll that looked just like her, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And when, when I would spend the night at her house, oh my gosh, they used to live in this really creepy. It's an old house; they don't live there anymore, but it was um, it's an old like wooden like farmhouse type mm-hmm. thing, or that's what it was supposed, or that's what it was back in like eighteen hundreds or something. Mm-hmm. And in my cousin's room, she had like her bed and then right next to her bed were like the set of wooden stairs that like led up into like this room like an attic and we weren't allowed up there like ever and I was so terrified. That's
0: sketchy. I know. Sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. I was like what's up there? <laughs> so like I had um uh ever since I was born I had a doll. We it, it was a soft doll. It wasn't a porcelain doll. It was like one of the ones that had the soft bodies and the eyes that closed. Oh, yeah. and um, So I had like the hard legs and the hands. Yeah, hard legs, arms, ends. head, and then soft body. And then like its, it's eyes like closed when you laid it back. Look. And um, me and my sister both got one, I think, when we were like infants. And so I named mine Lucy and I would take it everywhere with me. And then when I was like seven, my parents bought me the Barbie that you could like cut their hair and then like put more hair on the on the back of the Barbie head. Like, there was a Barbie that was, like, salon Barbie that, like, you could cut her hair and then put, like, a strip of hair back in so she had long hair again and you could cut it again. Anywho, so they bought me that Barbie and so then I cut Lucy's hair. Oh. But oh. Lucy's hair doesn't grow back. No. Like Barbie's hair did. It does not. So they I, they got really mad at me anyway i also had a lot of porcelain dolls i had um one that like s- like i had the stands for them and everything the ones that like stood up mm. and then i had one that i got i really wanted it i was so creepy it's like it's like two and a half feet tall no like Mm-mm. yeah big nope yep but it was so pretty to me no so i bought that one. well i didn't buy it i asked for christmas and i got it <laughs> i still have it i have all of my porcelain dolls not in here not in, this, <laughs> not in this room right now but i have all my porcelain dolls it's in the house in the house in the garage oh,
1: <laughs> i don't like that
0: and then me and my sister
1: bro that's why your room's haunted
0: probably That's me and my sister we like normal kids when my sister learned how to drive at 16 she would take me to um like the arcade, and at the arcade we were r- working to buy like something super fun and big so like we'd go every weekend or so to the arcade and it would be so much fun and we'd earn our tickets and we'd take our tickets home mm-hmm. and then bring them back and what we were trying to get were two porcelain dolls that they had at the arcade. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm um <I'm> definitely haunted. <laughs> Anywho, so... um, So, Haley, I think you should go first with your first story. You want me to go first? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're going to open up with a doozy, ladies mm. and gentlemen. A
0: little bit. A little bit. Are you guys...
1: Wait. Are you guys ready to get spooked? Spooked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, the first doll on the list. I apologize for any pronunciation issues. Um... But our first doll is from Japan. Woo! Um, so we have Okiku. 1918, um, this doll was bought by 17-year-old Aikichi Suzuki. And he bought it for his two-year-old sister, Okiku. Oh. Um, the story goes he was enticed by the doll. Um, in the window and didn't think twice about buying the doll and used the last of his money even to buy the doll because he was just so intrigued by this doll something about the eyes and all these stories yeah it's it's those (laughs) glossed over eyes just stares into your soul yikes (laughs) um but The doll stood at 40 centimeters tall. It was dressed in a traditional kimono. It had raven black hair, and it was cut to just about shoulder length. Okiku fell in love with the doll, even naming it after herself. A mirror duplicate, if you will, of her. Um, She played with it every day. She fed it, slept with it. Literally, it became her best friend. Unfortunately, a year later, in 1919, Okiku fell ill due to yellow fever and passed away holding the doll. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the family wanted to bury the doll with with ok- Okiku, but due to government oversight... Um, <laughs> government oversight? Yep. It was not able to be done. Uh, they put the doll in the family's altar, which it was very traditional in Japan to have like a separate shrine or room or whatever with all the their loved ones things or just pictures um Mulan kind of like a mother. oh okay. like Mulan yeah yeah Well, all their ancestors it was like that um to commemorate the dead and everything um weird occurrences started to happen shocker the <laughs> ha- <laughs> the hair on the doll started to grow no
0: no, no, no.
1: <laughs> 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 the hair started to grow, and even get split ends, and just become very like Raggedy. tangled. Yep. Mm-hmm. The um the family claimed that the hair even started to feel different. It was different colors. They started dreaming of the girl of the daughter or sister they started dreaming of okiku and when they would wake up in the morning the doll would be next to them oh,
0: that's so scary <laughs>
1: um over time the events did intensify like example lights flickering bangings in the house noises and strange voices especially around the anniversary of her death and on her birthday it was confirmed by shamans and priests that the daughter's soul was stuck in the doll. Um, they even had the hair tested that the, the hair that grows mm-hmm. on the doll, and it was the hair. It was discovered to be the hair of a child, of a young child. So, in nineteen thirty-eight, the family relocated to another district, and they grew accustomed to the doll and obviously the like, Okiku's presence. And they even had. Like, some sort of calming uh-huh. thing about it. Like, they en- enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, her being there. Because they felt closer. And they felt like this, like, magic. They, they described it as, like, a magic type thing. Right. Um, but they did, unfortunately, they thought that the close proximity to Okiku's grave was the whole source of power or magic for the doll. Mm-hmm. Um. So they, they didn't want to take the doll with them. So they contacted the local temple to see if they would take care of it, keep it, cherish it. And they were happy to oblige because the stories of the doll had gone over the town. Uh-huh. Um, over the years, the doll has grown stronger. Oh, no. Um, she does get they. Um, they do have people trim the hair, like give it haircuts, because the hair grows so long. She has grown strong enough to even invade the dreams of the priests Ugh. and even the people that go to visit her at the temple, like oh tourists. No. <laughs> There's a claim that over the years her mouth has slowly opened, started opening more. <gasps> And um, if you look in the the mouth, you can catch a glimpse of what it looks to be teeth starting to sprout from the gums of the porcelain doll.
0: No. No. Absolutely not. That's
1: the part where I was like, oh. Oh. (laughs) And you were like, what? And I was like, it was such a cute story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, but if you guys are interested, she is located (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to visit her, please don't tell us. (laughs) She's she's located at a shrine in a wooden box at Mananji Temple or Hokkaido. Wow. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm spooked now. Uh, Told you so strong. Like those baby teeth got me. Teeth, like, yeah. Absolutely not. Maybe
0: the person who made the doll was just like really detailed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, and like made teeth inside the mouth. Mm. Uh,
1: okay. This this doll creator was way ahead of his time. Yeah, Like it they created growing hair and everything like Put a little like plant in there
0: and (laughs) just grow a pet. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! Okay, it's a joke. Please don't come come haunt us. (laughs) So mine is a very well-known story, Annabelle. But yes, it is Annabelle. Yay! Um,
1: I love the movie. (laughs) (laughs) the movie
0: the doll in the movie does not look anything like annabelle no allegedly um annabelle is a haunted raggedy ann doll and is currently located at ed and lorraine warren's um occult museum they are in case you don't know never seen the movies they are paranormal investigators it was sent there in 1970 by a student nurse with an addendum that said um that told about the story with the student nurse. So um, the student said that there was a spirit of a girl named Annabelle in the doll who had passed away. The student nurse and her roommate tried to take care of the spirit and like nurture the spirit, um, but they reported having a lot of malicious and frightening behavior, quote, Mm -hmm. (laughs) from the doll. (laughs) Um, The Warrens pronounced that Annabelle was demonically possessed. Skeptics are very dismissive about Annabelle and a lot of haunted doll stories. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, Joseph Laycock, he is a religious studies professor. And he said, and I quote, it's an interesting case between pop culture and paranormal folklore, but the idea of a demonically possessed doll allows paranormal investigators to find a supernatural evil in anything like common, so but like realistically, a demon, what he, he's saying, realistically, a demon wouldn't be able to possess a doll.
1: Um, my next one is called Lily. This one's a little, I feel like it's more of a broad topic, yeah. doll, whatever, because Lily is like multiple, right? Dolls, but it is said that, um. Lily's origins were tracked back to early 1600s and there are many reports of occult practices, pagan rituals, and um, she was imported from Europe by Dutch colonists. Okay, These handmade figures um, like Lily were left out to frighten local spirits and New World ghosts dating back to the Vikings and Romans. Um, Lily is said to To mimic the infamous Elizabeth Bathory de East. Which led to part of the woman possibly being in the doll. Elizabeth was condemned in the 1600s for killing over 650 people. And she is referred to as the Blood Countess and Blood Dracula. And that is it. Oh my... Um if you if any of you guys have seen the movie Stay Alive. Have you seen that movie? Oh yeah. That's Elizabeth Bathory. Oh, cool. Cool Ooh. cool 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 cool,
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so my next um doll, his name is Harold. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and he is from Florida. Hmm. Sounds like some guy from Florida. <laughs> um, Harold holds the title of, of one of the first haunted dolls from eBay in 2003. Oh. Yes. So supposedly he belonged to a young boy from the 1940s and when he died his parents report that they heard crying and singing coming from his room. Mm. Mm. Nerp. Nope. <laughs> After calling a priest um, the priest suggested that they try burning the doll mm. well the doll wouldn't burn that was it that would apparently did
1: it work because it would not be on ebay if it did it just like wouldn't burn
0: mm. weird but. um <laughs> so they stashed it away in storage for they say supposedly 60 years but i'm trying to figure out like the timeline but it's fine um, they said they stashed it away in storage for about 60 years, and then it was placed on eBay as Haunted Harold. Um, the man who posted it on eBay said that he blamed Harold for the death of his cat and losing his girlfriend to the pool guy. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't know about that, man. I, I was like, well, Okay. Originally, Harold was sold for three hundred dollars. Jeez, bonkers! Um, and he began to be passed along to other people as he lived and breathed, or whatever. Um, and supposedly caused misfortune to everyone who owned him. Oh. Um, there was one guy who who. Was a friend of the person who owned Harold. And after meeting Harold, he supposedly developed a bl- a brain tumor. Now, tumors, like, don't just develop overnight. Right. So, like, he might have already had the brain tumor. But he at least discovered he had a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. After meeting Harold. Maybe he gave him to good look. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but that's it. That's Harold. He's the first, one of the first uh, haunted dolls on eBay. Spooky. Spooky. Um, I actually think that Harold is now with Zach Baggett from Ghost Adventures.
1: It's funny because he also has a lily.
0: Yeah. And supposedly Zach hates haunted dolls. But but he has like a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: it's, know if he has if
0: Zach actually has them, but I thought I read that somewhere. It's for his uh, museum. Yeah.
1: So my next one is Letta oh
0: i don't i know i've seen the pictures of letta
1: letta is creepy yeah okay but i guess letta is also letta me out (laughs) oh no (laughs) like that's what it also means i guess and i'm like yikes um but letta is a haunted gypsy doll that lives in warwick with carrie walton who Walton discovered the doll underneath a house in Wagga Wagga, Australia. <laughs> I love that place. Wagga Wagga. Wagga Wagga. 45 years ago. Holy moly. And strange occurrences have followed them ever since. <laughs> um, Like shifting objects and he has even Letta has even moved in front of people. Nope. And Walton even states that the scuff marks on his shoes are a dead giveaway that he moves. <laughs> um, I hate that. I know. And uh, Leta has uh, Instagram and other social medias where he posts in first person. And that's it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's such a creepy looking doll, too. Oh, no, and I'm going to um, tag
0: Letta in our.
1: Um, no.
0: Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no. And fun fact Letta's hair is um, made of human hair.
1: Anyway, continue.
0: So, my next doll is called the Janesville Doll mm-hmm. from Janesville, Minnesota. Wow. She did not actually have a name. Oh. So in the seventies, there was a man who lived alone in his house, and he had like an attic with like a window in it that like looked out to the street. Mm-hmm. So he had this like really bright idea. He would he put a porcelain doll in the small window in the attic, and so the neighborhood children would all was were all really scared of the house and scared of the 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 doll up in the attic, and they said that they would see. Her face changed expressions Up in the attic And eventually the whole entire town Of of Janesville Believed that that house And that doll was haunted um, There were theories That the man Who lived there Had killed his daughter and Yeah um, And placed the doll in the window As like a memorial um, And that her spirit was the one who was in the doll there's no stories from like inside the house that he has he has shared it's just the whole entire town of janesville minnesota thinks that that doll is haunted in that man's house this guy's a trendsetter i guess uh and
1: (laughs) and um my next one again sorry for pronunciations um, is the Pulau Ubin Barbie. Ooh. Um, in ni- it's a shorty. Mm-hmm. In nineteen fourteen, World War One, the British captured a German couple in Singapore whom they expected were spies. Their daughter, however, managed to escape but fell off of a cliff later to her death. Mm. Um her body was found and people buried her like under the sand and everything, and they made like a they put flowers and stuff, and um, later again, her body was exhumed, and they ended up making a whole shrine for her. They called it the the German Girl Shrine, or something like that. And a lot of people go to visit it. It's like like over a hundred years now, but the doll in question only appeared in 2007. It was brought over by a man who claimed to have dreamed about this doll, about this um this woman in his dream that kept taking him places and he kept seeing the same doll and it was three days in a row he had the same dream and one day he goes into this toy store and he sees the exact same doll that he saw in his dream and he decided to buy it and he took it to the shrine it now replaces where her urn used to be. People bring offerings like lipstick, makeup, everything to that doll, um, in hopes of like bringing them good luck.
0: So, this is where I kind of went off the rails in my tra- in my um <laughs> in my research <laughs> last night. <laughs> oh boy. So, the next title is called "The Dolls of Satan" from oh. New Orleans. In the 1800s, there was a family who had a daughter who was ready to be married. So she was, she had been arranged to be wed to a wealthy Scotsman. Okay. But she was actually secretly having an affair with a local boy in town. Mm-hmm. So when the local boy found out that she was due to marry another man, he seeked the help of voodoo queen Marie Laveau. Uh-huh love um, her yes love her work <laughs> right um so the girl was married and became pregnant but when her baby was born it was a quote grotesque deformed monstrosity people believed that this baby was legitimately the spawn of the devil mm-hmm. so people in new orleans believed that the baby would wander the streets at night and attack people that it met <laughs> which it's a baby like can you just imagine? It's, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just crawling around. Like I'm just like, it's a baby. Like I think it's just gonna sit in a crib, even though it's deformed. Like it's, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like they're giving it way too much credit. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> um people began carving le- the likeness into gourds and placing it on their porch to protect it from quote Satan's child. Mm these gourds are called the devil gourd dolls um, and or the satan the dolls of satan and they're still made to this day and many believe that they are they that those dolls are actually cursed by voodoo queen marie leveau and they think that ultimately the local boy placed voodoo on like her unborn child Mm-hmm and stuff but these dolls are still made today to hopefully protect them from some devil baby back in um the 1800s they also sound a lot like (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns yeah yeah anyway i was just wondering i I didn't research into like the history of jack-o'-lanterns to see if this is where it came (laughs) from but it kind of sounds like this is where it came from
1: (laughs) that's crazy
0: anyway I thought that was I juicy. Liked, I like
1: that one. <laughs> All right. Last one on my list. Mandy. Mandy. Oh, Mandy. Yeah. Good job, that's <laughs> <laughs> it.
0: I'm,
1: <just kidding. laughs> I'm kidding. <clears throat> so, in 1991, at Quinsnell and District Museum of British Columbia, British Columbia in Canada, a woman came in to donate a 90-year-old doll named Mandy. The doll she claimed belonged to her grandmother, and when asked why she was donating it, she said it was just because it's getting old and fragile, and she doesn't want her daughter to Uh damage it anymore. Uh And it already is. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Save it for the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> You're guilty.
1: <laughs> um. The so they get this doll, and it's it's just a doll. It's got like a crack, like a crack in its forehead. It's got ripped clothes. It's damaged. Mm-hmm. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. The curator, though, did get... When they looked at this doll, they just automatically felt uneasy. Uh-huh. They were like, hmm, something about this thing they didn't like. But they decided to keep it anyway and send it to the, the workroom where they would... Um, uh, they first put the doll in a plastic bag and what they they do that in case, like, it's infested with bugs uh, so that yeah. they can like get yeah, so they're not like infesting their museum or anything. Right. So they put the doll in a plastic bag. And a lot of the workers would claim to hear like rustling <laughs> uh, like like the plastic moving and stuff. And a lot of them were just like, you know, it's probably just the bugs <laughs> that's it that's that's infested with it. They would come back there's no bugs. There's no bugs in the bag. The But the doll had moved. It's in a different position now. Um, even though everyone working on this damn doll was so uncomfortable, they continued to restore it. And they left it overnight in uh, the workroom. Not in a plastic bag this time. Oh. And uh, when they came back... Many items, small and big, were moved oh, no, or thrown, as they said. And the curator described it as like a child throwing a tantrum.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't like this at all.
1: <laughs> um, when the doll was first put up for display in her little glass box, she was at the beginning of the museum so, she was the first thing that people would see when they came in. Many would take pictures. Many said that the first feeling was just uneasy. Like, they were uncomfortable. Hmm. just something wrong, like negative about it. Yeah. Um, The pictures that were always taken or had been taken, they never came out. It was always blurry or there was like orbs in it, like light anomalies.
0: Uh-huh. I'm scared.
1: And it just got it got so bad that they ended up having to move the doll to the back of the museum like near the end because people were just getting so scared of it <laughs> when they passed by it. Oh no. Um a psychic came to investigate the doll because they were curious about it. When they 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 asked to hold it so they could read it and Um, The psychic claimed that they felt negative energy and that the spirit haunting the doll had suffered a terrible life. Now, (laughs) the possible origins of this doll Mm -hmm. um, come from this little tidbit story. So, there's an old farmhouse and a man passed by it. And while the man was walking, he heard a child crying coming from this old farmhouse, which he found odd because he knew that it was empty; uh-huh. it was abandoned. Uh-huh. So he went to go, you know, check it out. He knocked on the door. There was no answer. The door was on. The door was open. So he went in, and what he saw it was just an empty house. But he still hear cry He could still hear the crying. And he realized that the crying was coming from below him. So, the cellar. And he couldn't find the entrance inside. So, he went outside. And you, because usually entrance to a cellar is outside with those like two swinging doors. Uh So, he went out to the external door to the cellar and he opened it. And when he did, the right at the bottom of the stairs where the light was like illuminating it just enough, he saw the body of a dead child with her crying doll next to her holding the doll now knowing the origins of this story possibly after the strange events began happening at the museum the curator decided to visit the previous owner the woman who donated the doll oh no There, the curator learned the real reason for the donation. The woman kept hearing a child crying from her basement. And when she went to investigate, there was no one down there, just an open window and the doll lying on the floor. As the cries became more frequent, she decided to get rid of the doll. And ever since that day, the cries have stopped. That's it. Uh, okay. Catherine's like I'm scared to edit this later at like 2 in the morning (laughs) okay edit it during the daytime okay I'll try
0: I'll try to remember to do that so my last one is kind of a really short one but it kind of falls into your Barbie one I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world anyway Um, so I did write the Barbie story that you told Uh down because I wasn't sure if you would tell it, but I wanted to talk about the, um, more current commercialized dolls that are supposedly also haunted. Okay. So we're not going to talk about that Barbie though. Again, I don't have quite a year, but it has to be in 2015 or so or after. There was a family in Houston who bought their do- daughter an Elsa doll. <laughs> Let from, it go! <laughs> yes! From Frozen. And it seemed to have a lot of like issues. Mm. Um, so it would like switch from speaking English to Spanish and Spanish to English, which I didn't know that there was a switch on the Elsa dolls to like speak right. a different language. But there might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that'd be a really nice thing to have. I um, know I was like that's very inclusive. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's very like yeah. Um but it would even speak in English and Spanish while it was turned off. Mm. No. <laughs> so they tried throwing her out. Oh no. And then they found her back inside the house they tried putting her in like two garbage bags in the bottom of the trash can. And then they found her back inside the house. So <clears throat> instead, they decided to ship it to a friend in Minnesota. Chainsville, Minnesota? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> but they shipped it to a friend in Minnesota where it seemed to stay there when they shipped it away. <laughs> and it's living a nice life with the friend who can... Maybe take care of it and nurture it a little bit better than this family could. Oh god. But like the fact that you couldn't fucking throw out the Elsa doll and it spoke when it was turned off and then I don't have this written down but I just thought of it is that the other commercialized haunted dolls are Burbies. Burbies. (laughs) It reminded me of them when I was thinking about the Elsa doll because they also would turn on when like them off and you'd it'd turn on and then like sorry for the squeak but you'd like have them on and then you turn on turn them off and it's still like hello
1: bleep <laughs> lork have you seen a furby without fur I don't want to they're creepy
0: no, no thank you they're like
1: Terminator
0: I could tell yeah, yeah I could see that yes, yeah. terrifying Terminator with a little beak <laughs> you yeah. know Yep.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Anywho, I never had a
0: Furby. Mm. Um, I don't think I did either. Um, I had Tamagotchis. That was my. Life. I didn't even have a Tamagotchi. Mm. Well, I had a Tamagotchi, and you know, you eventually they die. Like the actual machine dies. <laughs> Right. My Tamagotchi died a lot, though, because I never remembered to feed it. (laughs) Oh, no. Pick up its poop. (laughs) (laughs) I was usually good for like a couple days and then, like, I'd forget about it. You know? Put it in a drawer or something. (sighs) Haunted dolls are not just old dolls, it's kind of more of what I was getting at. They could be any doll of any age. Any doll. So that's haunted dolls. I hope you guys aren't too spooked. Hope you guys I mean I we tried to like pepper in some like non too spooky ones. Yeah. Next week is Campfire Week. We have a few submissions, but we could always use more. Mm -hmm. If you guys wanted to send your stories in, you could send them to our Instagram in our DMs or our Facebook on our DMs. Um you can find us Saturdays are for the ghouls everywhere except for Twitter. It's just for the ghouls. Yes, send us your campfire stories so that we can get them in this episode. And spooky babes, as you lay your little head down on your pillow tonight, stop thinking about your childhood doll, or try to remember where your childhood doll is because it's probably terrorizing someone.
1: <laughs> if it's not you. <laughs> if it ain't you, it's
0: terrorizing someone. Um, And Remember to donate your old toys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and uh, drink your water. And if you're currently being haunted by a doll, please don't send them to us. We're not interested. No. no. <laughs> if you do, send it to Haley, her address. no hey! just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> But yes, drink your water, do something nice for yourself, and we will see you in your
1: nightmares. Are you looking for a new adventure? Did you ever want to visit the city where all your nightmares reside? Well, you're in luck! Join us, your tour guides, Christine and Jen, to visit Nopeville, where you will be personally escorted on an all-inclusive trip through the city and see all possibilities of terror and fright. You'll see all sorts of things on your tours, including, but definitely not limited to, the paranormal, true crime, the supernatural, and more. If you're into all that and enjoy a little dark humor, book your tour today and Nope right along with us. Check us out on our website at nopevillepodcast.com to see where you can listen to Nopeville today.